In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh, and with me is uh, my own podcast pal, the one, the only. The darkness rises from within us, Josh. Travis Rats here. Okay, welcome to the show, folks. <laughs> okay, I don't know what to do. They're not all, to do they're not all winners, Josh. They're not all winners. Yeah, they're not all winners. Welcome to the show, uh, Travis Rats and I. We dive deep into comic books and graphic novels. Uh, sometimes we do that. Sometimes we talk about pop culture. Sometimes we go out on a limb like we are today. Uh, this is not a book club episode. This is not. This is a variant episode where we this do isn't even a recommended other. episode. No, it's not even a recommended. <laughs> this is an episode. Uh, Travis and I have this thing we do. If you've never, if you, this is the first time you've you've heard us do this, go find a different pitch club to listen to. We're doing pitch club, baby. Yeah. Insert pitch club now. Gentlemen, welcome to Comic Exposure Pitch Club. The first rule of pitch club is you tell everyone about pitch club. Second rule of pitch club is you pick your character or characters. And as the name suggests, you pitch your story idea. The third and final rule is, if this is your first pitch, you pitch tonight. Man, that was great. I love it. You know what I love? (laughs) The pause so you can get it in. (laughs) (laughs) So the, the pitch club is an opportunity for Travis and I to pitch our story because neither i mean travis dabbles in writing uh he is a creative he's a creative person he's a drama teacher he like writes plays and junk and and i don't mean junk pejoratively i said that yeah so (laughs) this is a way for us to have a creative outlet to go like hey if someone gave us the book so to speak and to use wrestling parlance if someone gave us the book what would we do what would we do? And so we're talking today. Uh, we've read a ton of what, Travis? What have we read a bunch of this year? We ton of, we've read a ton of black label books. A ton of black label Johnny book. Walker black label books, DC style. Top yeah, just shelf. a ton of there's a ton of black label. Black label, if you don't know, is sort of this um, other world. They used to call them uh, other worlds, right? Isn't that what it was called? Else worlds. Elseworlds, there we go, not other world. Another world is the soap opera. Elseworlds books, where they would tell stories out of continuity. You could just pick them up and read it. You didn't read need to read like 50 years of Batman or whatever to tell this story. And then also they had another label um, for a while where they would tell darker stories, right? So they had a offshoot where they would tell darker stories. Some of the characters went there. You had Constantine over there. You had a swamp thing over there. You were able to kind of tell darker stories in DC. Um, but now they have black label. It's like they've merged those things together. And so we have black label books and Travis and I read a bunch of black label books about uh, characters and out of continuity stories where we're able to kind of tell maybe a darker story, a different story. There can be weight and cost and sort of you don't know what's going to happen because you could kill a major character in it because it's not in continuity. It's okay. So the stakes feel higher. I was looking up, uh, trying to find a, like a like a, a list of all the black label books. 
I don't know if yeah. this is comprehensive, but just looking at it, Batman, Last Night on Earth, read it. Read it. Batman, White Knight, read it. Read it. Uh, but I don't think it was black label to begin with. I think it moved over to black. Okay, okay. I'm counting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. There's so much. Uh, Dead Earth, Wonder Woman. Read it. Superman, read Year it. One. Read it. <laughs> Hellblazer, Rise and Fall. I think we read that read one. It. Read it. We did. Yeah. Um, Sweet Tooth Return, no. Uh, American Vampire has now become part of it. I mean, that's just that's just yeah. some of them. And then Suicide Squad, Get Joker. Read it. Catwoman. Uh, Catwoman. Read it. Read it. Uh, Mr. Freeze, the freeziest. Oh, no, it's not Mr. Freeze. You're confusing him with Captain Cold. Captain, Captain Cold. Cold. The Rogues. Read it. Read it. So, and I've read ones that we haven't talked about. I read the Aquaman one. I've read at least the first issue of the Swamp Thing one. Um, but Travis and I decided... To wrap up our DC Black Label reading, we're going to take a nice little and we'll, break. We're going to read more Black Label. We're going to. They, they put out too much yeah. good stuff. But, but for the show, yeah. we just want to take a little pause on it. But before we leave, before we leave, Travis and I had had this conversation the last time we read a Black Label book. And we said, well, what makes a Black, black Label book? What works in that world? And let's try our own pitch of what we would do for Black Label. And it might fill the niche of... Well, we haven't seen this yet. I want to see this thing happen because Travis, what have we? Everything we've read in Black Label, what does it feel like? What what are we? What are we seeing? You you just named like a four heist. books that we've read: a heist or post-apocalyptic yeah. or in the future. Yeah, right. Future post-apocalyptic. El- uh, elder, elder, uh, uh, tarnished uh, world. Uh, there is the world has suffered a loss. Characters yeah. are trying to uh survive and rediscover who they were there's oftentimes a nostalgia from the characters themselves for the past uh trying to have a rebirth of some kind um uh, coming to terms with things um yeah the black label is a place for endings not beginnings right it does feel like that so travis and i decided that we wanted to um we we wanted to to see if we could maybe change that up a little bit. Maybe not totally, but mm-hmm. this idea of what would we want to see in a black label book? So we both came with a character and and we both came with this idea of like how do we what do we do with this character that still feels black label but maybe isn't there now they're 65 and how do yeah. they come back out of retirement yeah. and do this, right? <laughs> Now, do you want to see Mr. Plastic do a uh, Plastic Man do a heist? <laughs> yeah, let's have Plastic Man do a heist. He's real stretchy. All right, so Travis, lay it on me. Who's your? Uh, let's just share our characters. Okay, yeah, yeah. So uh, let me, let me, let me, because uh, I kind of have a little bit of story tonight. I need, I need so you, I need you to kind of talk this out with me. So okay. Um, okay. we talked about how oftentimes in Black Label, uh, we're taking a uh, established villain in some sort of rogues gallery or. Catwoman, Captain Cold, uh, Joker, whatever it is, Suicide Squad, and then we're just rate making it like rated R, right? Like just yeah. like ratcheting up the language, um, yeah. oftentimes giving it an ending. And we said, okay, that's great, but it feels like if you're just taking a someone who's already a villain and just kind of, you know, turning up the R rating, it doesn't feel like you are using what a black like the black label right, uh, right. I, I i want to think of that black label part of me thinks of 
those you know the the comics that would have the cellophane over them not the not those right. magazines josh but like it, yeah it should be something where it's like it's the top shelf of a bookstore your kids right. can't reach it it's got cellophane on it you're embarrassed to check out with it so okay. uh and so you can so what i i, I thought i i said well let's take a character who's okay. wholly good where we often see them in kind of more lighter fare and then put them into a dark world. Let's see yeah. how a character who is uh, uh, a Pollyanna, if you will, uh, and put them into a a world that that we're not. And it's Plastic Man. <laughs> no, my character is Lois Lane. Okay, Lois Lane. Okay, okay. and uh, so I, I have a tagline, or not a tagline, a log. After being laid off the Daily Planet, Lois Lane gained success on her own as a true crime podcaster. But her next, oh, but her like next serial story might be more than she bargained for. And I want to, I want Lois Lane chasing down uh, a serial podcast story in Gotham. Okay. Now I know this isn't a lane that I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get you to go down too far with me, so we can change okay. the the mystery. Yeah. Uh, I thought it would be kind of cool if there was kind of like an S&M murder mystery where ultimately the black mask is the villain at the end of it in Gotham. That she has to kind of okay. go through this underground kind of sex worker world of Gotham. Like that, okay. that's, that would be a little bit too black label for black label. So what right, I need, might be. I need a like, okay, so she's let go of the, the, the Daily Planet. She's starting a podcast. I, I at first like, well, maybe this is the first thing. No, I feel like this is she's done several podcasts so, and she's drawn into one that's just a little overhead. Okay, so I think that's a good one, but also hear me out on this one. I like the Lois Lane. I like the podcast. I like the thing she's going on. Um, maybe what she's looking at is the victims of Batman. Like the people who fall victim to what Batman does justice wise, right? Oh, so like the civilian casualties? Yeah. So maybe she's looking in on that. And, but this has to, you have to be in a world where she doesn't know that she's not as connected as Superman. She doesn't, maybe she doesn't know who Batman, you know, she doesn't know who Batman is, those sort of things. And so she's doing that piece of it. What it, what doesn't happen though is that it's hard to get her wrangled into trouble aside from, like learning like aside from like painting batman as this monster right because like it's not like batman's gonna go after her because right she's tarnishing her reputation um but maybe she's maybe she's being duped maybe the people in there are are it's not real like the, the the victims are saying things that they that aren't really true oh oh maybe so then we have that dark night of the soul where she's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm a journalist. This is what I do. But actually, as she's uncovering stuff, she's, it's, she's not uncovering the truth, but she's promoting it as the truth. And this, this gets in with like podcasting yeah. and social media today. And she realizes, oh, my gosh, I messed up big time. Like, yeah, I screwed up. And now I've actually hurt Batman. And I've given these, this entity, this group the means yeah. to attack him in a way that I did. Could be very Mad Hatter would be a great Mad sort Hatter of like, would be a good one. Or the other thing to go back to your sort of serial like your serial killer sort of thing, that piece of it, um, it could be the mob. And so it could be Cobblepot, right? It could be 
the Falcones. It could be any of those things that draws her in too far. Because I think it the Batman movie where Falcone has that kind of CD club and Catwoman works. There. I feel you like the Black like, Mask is very black label because he's a little yeah. bit more brutal. Yeah, I like that one. And he's or, still like crime oriented. Or Sazaz, sure. what's his name? The guy with the knife who cuts everybody and then cuts himself. Oh, cuts or like Mr. Pig. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Pig. Uh, Professor Pig. Professor Pig, yeah, yeah. Mr. Pig. Ooh, Professor Pig would be a good one to like. Mm-hmm. Underutilized, oh, underutilized villain. New, new yeah. Batman villain of it. Yeah. But I, I like this idea of, one, we're, we're, we're taking a character Lois Lane and we're giving her the spotlight, right? Yeah. Over like, like a that. series of four or five, uh, four to six books. Usually six, I think. Right? No, four. Nah, it's four. Three to four, yeah. Four, but they're double, uh, yeah, they're double, double size. They're double size, so it's like eight. Two, six to eight comic books. We're taking her out of uh, Metropolis and putting her in Gotham, right? Yeah. So she doesn't have the support of Superman, whatever it is. Uh, three, we get to explore like new media. And I'm sure like, I'm sure that there are Superman books that have put Lois Lane in like a new media position. But... Probably as just like a store, like a offshoot, not as like the driving plot line right. of like, yeah. oh, she discovers where old traditional journalism and new media, where where right. those two cross, and the 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 positives and negatives of both of those, but in like a dark, seedy way. So I, I wanted I wanted to get to places where you're like, oh my god, what are we doing with Lois Lane here? Like this this doesn't seem like who's Who's doing? Like, yeah. I wanted to push the edge. My initial idea of, uh, was a little bit too much, <laughs> but, but I do like that. But I mean, you could take it and you could say instead of maybe it's she's tracking, uh, maybe it's um, you know uh, human trafficking. Right? Yeah, like maybe that's what, maybe that's what she gets into. Maybe it's this piece of maybe it is. Maybe it's not Cobblepot, but it's it's another one of those, you know, there's all the mobs that are there. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, you know, one of those Gotham mafias, or maybe it's not there. Maybe it's in Star City where, uh, you know, Oliver Queen is, right? Yeah. Who is already very street level, right? So it's not Batman. Maybe what? she runs into Green Arrow because Green Arrow always deals with that. I mean, my favorite, my absolute favorite run of Green Arrow is lots of like, Ooh, that's that's a that's a creepy thing, right? So, like, that might be a good place for her too. Well, like, I, remove I, her even farther from the big two. I just finally started watching not so long ago Narcos. I never saw that. Yeah, time. and so I kind of like that, where it's like, <laughs> all right, well, obviously Gotham doesn't have Pablo Escobar, but it has Pablo Escobars. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that sense of that. I'm reporter. spitting Pablo Escobar. And what happens? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What happens when, you know, you go after someone who isn't powerful in the supervillain sense, but can screw yeah. up your life in, in well, equally I even think I, what's the, I ways. mean, maybe it ends up being, maybe it's tied to Professor Pig because it's drugs, right? Yeah. And so maybe it's like, how is he getting them out? Scarecrow works really well for that, but you wouldn't know it's Scarecrow till the very end, right? Well, like, what, what, I mean, a supervillain in traditional sense can like destroy your life, kill you. But yeah. like this film, I, for a reporter, more than your life, your reputation mm, is like is that. what you want to to survive. And so it's a sense of I can't. How can we drag Lois na- uh, Lane's name through the mud in dark ways that we we wouldn't be able to do in a traditional DC book? Okay, okay, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, so my 
black label. We have this conversation about taking a character and a character that fits for me, it was about finding a character that fits in that mold, but not having to do, not taking a big character and then being like, Ooh, how do I change them enough to make it black label? Right? Like how do I make a Catwoman book that can feel different? Well, I've got to age her up a little bit. I've got to make her dealing with Batman being dead. I don't want to do that. I want to be like, how can I just tell this story? Right? So I think of vertigo books and I think of like, we put swamp thing there because he works well there. We put Constantine there because he's dark and we put him there and and he can play in that universe. I, so I have been reading and stumbled across um, because of the cover art was so great uh, for this, for this trade. Um, I've been reading dead man. So to me, dead man is like a perfect character for, um, black label because one, he's not super well known, but he's got enough history. Right. And he's kind of malleable enough to where, like, if you do something with him, it doesn't feel elseworlds. Right. But it is right. So if you do a Batman book in order to make, in order to like, make it feel like you're reading. You have to try to make it feel like it's not part of continuity. I feel right. Like I feel when you give Batman an elseworlds book, you're like, Ooh, we want people to know that this isn't part of the normal story. Let's do something, you know, off with them. Right. Um, but I think when you take something like dead man or swamp thing, or you can just tell that story, but you get to do it in the constraints of being able to be darker. What's interesting about Deadman is since you mentioned that too, we talked about how Black Label tends to be a place where stories end and characters end. For Deadman, because he doesn't have that 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 well-known background or yeah. those classic stories, you could almost use Black Label as a relaunching or like a coming out yeah. party for Deadman. So where where I- it could become a long-running Black Label series as opposed to so many that are the final chapter in a character's. Right. So for me, I'm reading, uh, this is why I'm going to showing it to Travis and you can't really see it, but it's the it dead is, man. It's Kel- a great cover. Dead man by Kelly Jones. Kelly Jones is the artist, uh, Mike Barron writing it. And I just love the cover. That's not what it looks like inside, but dead man is really, it's a really great, he looks just what's dead man's what's dead man's thing he's like an evil like a performer circus performer so he or was a trapeze artist a very yeah. athletic tra- trapeze artist he is murdered during an act so he uh he's wait was he, he one of the to... flying graces no oh, okay no. he was his, his <laughs> name was dead man his name was dead man that was his performing name boston brand which is the most comic book of comic book names boston brand <clears throat> and he is given some Egyptian God gives him his powers so he can, he can possess any living being and, and he's doing it to find his killer. So for me, you bring him back and it's the same sort of thing. I wanted this kind of darker thing. So he is trying to find a serial killer. He's, he is out there and I don't think it's Batman that he crosses paths with, but for me, it's like, maybe it's the, sh- maybe it's the question. Okay. Right. Can we, Our can we, can we start your story detective. off every issue with this? Hello, my name is dead man. And you're reading DC black label. Ding, 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 ding. It's <laughs> our jackass. <laughs> It'd be great. Um, okay. So the so question, for, okay. So or the question, but for me, he ends up having to, he's trying to track down the serial killer, um, maybe it's tied to his own murder. Maybe it's tied to a former friend, a down on their luck circus performer who turned to 
like for me it is he's trying to find someone who's killing um like people who are down on their luck i'm not really sure how i i i like i i want him to sort of have to possess the people that the serial killer is trying to kill that's what he can right? do right because that's what he can possess people he can't possess the serial killer though but he isn't sure why right um now he has a problem with magic he can be controlled by magic sometimes sometimes mystical people can see him so for me i want him having to solve this mystery by possessing people he thinks are going to be the victim right Hmm. so he's possessing the serial killer victims um but then it turns out that the serial killer it's tied to this darker thing so maybe it Maybe it is Constantine or maybe it's the question. Maybe it's someone he finally runs into that is like they have to work together to to, to defeat the big bad. Right. Because well, that's, that's a really interesting concept. I, I like this idea, too, of possessing. So he's using like some detective skills. So he's yeah. able to track down who he believes the next vic- victim to be and possess them. Right. Yeah. Assumingly in, in, in ways to, pre- in a, to in prevent a, to prevent their yeah. death. However, what is a series and and as he's possessed them. He he dies as he's possessed them over and over again. So yes. it's like, but he can't. It's, it's always like from behind or something shady. So four or five victims or in, he he, he has he, died four times as he's victim. So he is ultimately the continual victim of the serial killer, but also somewhat responsible for the victim's death because he had control over their bodies at the time. Right. So mm. for me, I I want it to be like I want him. To not be, I want him like when the serial killer's coming, he can't figure out why he can't operate the body, right? Like he he then becomes a passenger during that during that period of time because he can possess people, he can control them. But what I want to happen is I want when the serial killer gets them, I want him to not be able to leave that body, right? I want him to be like Etrigan, maybe he's yeah, Etrigan because Etrigan's already dead, like a demon, right? Um, so I want him to like, um, I want him to, I want whoever the serial killer is to wipe out dead man's power in that moment. Mm -hmm. So he becomes just a passenger in the person as they're, as they're meeting their ultimate fate. Right. And so I like that idea of like dead man's dead, but he keeps having to experience death. And well, he can't do anything about it. We know from the uh, the thrillers, um, the thrillers. We know from the thrillers, the funny pages, you know, um, yeah. like uh, Silence of the Lambs and, and and that type of stuff. That or uh, what's the Matthew McConaughey and um, uh, yeah, is yeah, that yeah, series? Yeah, yeah. yeah. True uh, Detective. True Detective. True Detective. Yeah. That ultimately, what ends up eating and being the most devastating force to these detectives is their inability to solve the crime before there are more victims. And so we ratchet that up in the story of not only that being the case, but him also possessing, dying as the victim and having a more of a responsibility because one, he didn't solve it before the next one. Also, he possessed that person and was able to stop them and felt the death of their murder, like physically, physically felt the victimization of that murder. And I think it's this really interesting piece where, I mean, ultimately he will, ultimately he figures out, you know, what magic is behind this serial killer. And I don't know if he finds it out with someone like, to me, he needs a, because he can't, no one can see him, 
right? So he needs someone to kind of be the other, he needs a partner, right? So he needs someone who could be the alive person to it. And Travis, maybe this is just where both of our stories combine. Lois. Oh my God. Oh being... my God, Josh. <laughs> and it ends up being Lois Lane and Dead Man. And tell me that isn't Lois Lane and Dead Man. Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, we call it Dead Polaroids because the only way Lois Lane can see her is in Polaroids. She oh has my to take gosh. Polaroids. And it has that kind of old school, like, serial killer wall thing on there, so you can only see it in Polaroids. So (laughs) when when you see the the crime, they're taking him, Lois Lane's taking Polaroids, and so she doesn't see the victim, she sees Dead Man laying out there. She's like, what? Oh, that's... (laughs) This is weird. Uh, this is not bad. This is not bad. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Because she, because Dead Man needs that other person because he can't interact with anybody unless he's possessed someone, right? And so, like, you have that. The, think the, of being the, like Lois Lane and Dead Man possessing someone at a coffee shop and they're having that's the only way they can talk. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I think that there's room for humor in this book too, which Black Label, some books do have especially yeah. like the rogues kind of gallery ones of yeah. them is because they're such different personalities. Yeah. I like this a I, lot. I think we just figured it out, Travis. I think we just, look, we come this with, is, this is a, this is a must listen to episode now, a, Josh. Yeah. We, at, at, you put that in at the beginning. Unless we you are know. a DC executive and then copyright infringements. Yeah. Yeah. So make sure for you and get, for us, we, get some, we, get we apologize for using your characters without permission. But do not use <laughs> and, ours without permission. Our and we ask that you, before you make this, that you give us a call. Um, Travis, why aren't we writing comic books? I don't know. Cause, cause I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. I think that Travis, that's I think that was it right there. And that's I, it. I, yes. Lois Lane, a dead man. They can't be in. So she has to leave. She has to be away from Superman and Batman, right? Um, and it can't be in either of those cities. I think I think because- Lois starts it with that podcast framework. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then Dead Man comes in. And you can even do like different chapters. So like one, like you could do like chapter one, it's a certain amount of time and a certain crime from Lois's point of view. And then you could do redo that whole time from Dead Man's point of view as well, too. You know? That's good. Find a way to make that it. work in the narrative structure. You think of the structure of these, these black label books are usually double sized, right? So you've got like 40 some pages for that initial book. The first 20 tell this, the story from Lois, the next 20 tell it from his point of view. And at the end you get that reveal where she's like perspectives. Yeah. Like they see each, they, they see each other. And the next three books are them solving the case together. Dead man. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I was like, Dead Man is DC, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Dead Man. And, oh, man. That's good. Yeah. We did it. Put a pin in it. Um, so, to wrap up this conversation, wrap up our, our, our talks about Black Label, we're going to come back to, back, back to Black Label because once you go Black Label, you can't go Back Label. So, um, my question for you, Travis, is. What do you want to see? I mean, we just pitched our own books, but what do you want to, what's the next black label book that's going to, what do you want to see from that label? What do you want to see them do differently than what we've seen so far? Well, I think that's it. I think, I think you need it. I think you either need to push the boundaries of what you consider black, dark, uh, Mm -hmm. go further with it where it feels like you should be, even as an adult, I should be reading this underneath the sheets 
with a flashlight in case someone walks in and is like, what are you reading? A book that you, you would never dare to open on a plane, right? So you take something and, and push the blackness of it, or you start picking different characters and putting them, characters you would never normally see in a dark situation and putting them into okay. it. Uh, like right, that. right now they're taking dark characters and pushing their darkness a little bit. I think it's about if you're going to do dark characters, you need to go super extreme, like, uh, like, uh, like Max, like, like the Max okay. series did yeah. that a little bit more. Um, and you don't get to it's it's not considered extreme if you just put prostitutes in it. Okay, I, right. I, Max Punisher, I I see what you're doing. <laughs> Max Wolverine, I see you. Um, yeah. Or do something lighter, fair. Uh, like super light fare and then take it to a dark place like a plastic man like we said yeah or even an animal man but animal man can get dark for for me what i want to see is i want to see them stop making i want them to take not large not big characters i want them to take a, a a dead man or something and then just tell a good story with it yeah that you don't have to commit to an ongoing series Mm-hmm. I get that. It's hard to commit to an ongoing series because who's going to read it. But if you can go, you know what? We're willing to publish three of these this year. Yeah. Right. We're willing to publish three oversized issues. We'll make it look prestige. We'll get a really good author or writer, you know, a writer and artist on it. And they'll essentially it's six issues. We're committing to six issues of a book. It's going to come out three or four times this year. Um, for me, I want to see someone who's not Batman. Or one of the Trinity, right? I don't, mm-hmm. Batman, yes. Superman, oh, course, Wonder yeah. Woman. Um, a Flash book might be interesting in Black Label. I wonder what you could do with that. Um, but then I feel like people know the Flash. So a Guy Gardner, Guy. So Guy yeah. Gardner, space, shitty space cop. Yeah, like I think uh, I think you get if you can get the right artist on a Guy Gardner gritty space opera. Um, yeah you know, space bars. He gets in over his head, right? Yeah. Like he's in over his head. He does the wrong thing. Guy Gardner in the most Isaac's Cantina type situation is what we want to see. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, not a heist, him. not a heist, not a heist, no, not a heist, <laughs> not a heist. <laughs> or I smuggling him... or smuggling. No smuggling. I, I want him to like, he screwed up and he has to fix it. That's what I want. He screwed up. He has to fix it. And he doesn't fix it by stealing something back. I wouldn't mind even <laughs> seeing an end of guy like Gardner. Like I wouldn't mind. I, I, I don't mind the end stories. I don't mind yeah. it being like the, the end of a character. I think that's a kind of a fun place that black label gets to play. Cause we don't get third acts in comics. I like black label being the third act. Yeah. You know, I also like, the, I mean, I like the, I think black label. And both of us gave a detective bent to our stories, right? I think that's what like it black, leads to. You could easily do Black like Label, I think, and, does that well. Yeah. So I think this idea of, like, Guy Gardner, space detective, yeah. right? Guy Gardner, you know, like... But not a series. God dang you, no. people. Don't, don't be like, oh, we're excited about this idea. What if we do four with the continuum? No, 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 no. No. Tell him four. Do it. Jump in, jump out. If it's really great, then do another volume of it later. Take it, take two years off and come back and do another four issues of guy. Like, so you and I, we think about like, um, reckless Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips. That's a great, like, here's your taste. We'll come back. And this is three years later. Here's your next piece of that story. I think I wouldn't mind seeing that from black label. I wouldn't mind seeing them do a, here's our story. 
here's a character, here's a, a great artist and, and author combo. We're going to tell it. Maybe in two years we'll come back and we'll do like it. Like a Wonder Woman Dead Earth again in another year. Yeah. 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 All right. So I think we know what we want from Black Label. I think we I think we've created, we've analyzed. I don't I don't know what you can I don't I, people, I don't know what more you can expect in a 30-minute podcast. So much just bam, bam, bam. Yeah, no cruft. No cruft. No yeah. no extra. We peel yeah. away the, the junk layers for you. Um we've got books coming up. I don't know what they are. Um, this is me being yeah. a terrible podcast host. No, no, we've we, talked we, about we it. haven't. We we got stacked up, but we're, we're yeah. keeping the we're, we're keeping a constant flow here. Listen, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be happy. We're happy. We got a new format here. It's working out well for us. It gets you more comic exposure conversations. We got some people from Australia jumping onto our Facebook page. I see you, Australia. I see you coming in. We coming see in you hot. and your dingo babies. Yeah, we see you. Guess what? Black Label, Captain Boomerang, coming at you. Pitch Club next week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you go back, you can listen to the episode before this. If you didn't check it out, Travis and I talked about Clementine uh, over on Image Comics by Tilly Walden. We had a really great conversation about that. Thank you for tuning in to this one. Check out the website, comicexposure.com. You can check out old episodes. We've got a merch section over there. You can see the show notes. Follow us on your favorite podcast app, whatever it is, whether it's uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, whatever you use. Write us a review. Do that. Share us with your friends who like comic books. Share us with your friends who don't like comic books. Uh, because I think if you just go back and you just go to the just go to our site and just search Pitch Club, mm-hmm. there is a mm-hmm. good handful of episodes. Yeah, over the last six several pitches, years, six pitches where we where we just tell some stories yeah. and this is one of my favorite things yeah. recently yeah is pitch club pitch yeah. club's one of my favorite things that we've i done. wrote a whole poem one um, time you did it was wonderful <laughs> the christmas pitch club was beautiful beautiful all right folks thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next trade